listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work with the free KSLX app. Sounds good and loud. 100.7 KSLX. All right. In, in a world where they have to tell us not to eat Tide Pods. Yeah. Things Jesus. like this happen. Unbelievable. Um, the CDC has issued a new warning uh, telling people not to snuggle with or kiss poultry. Hang on. Um, <laughs> That's a thing? Yeah. Well, you know what? Here's something I get. I get this aspect of it is that, you know, egg prices, prices for a lot of things have been going up and more people are raising chickens in their yards than ever before. Okay. Um, but the CDC, that is the Center for Disease Control, has issued a warning to people who have chickens not to snuggle with or kiss the chicken. Wait, what? Not to snuggle with or kiss the chicken. Kiss yes, the because chicken. It can spread salmonella. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, all right. No, that I'm, is a thing. All right. Okay. okay. I would especially never, it never even occurred to me. And you know what? Well, keep. This I mean, in kiss, mind. kiss the chicken is a, is a phrase that was often used when I was in high school, but it had a completely different connotation. <laughs> so don't. Yeah, especially ones that are crossing the road because yes. you can distract them. <laughs> they get flattened by a semi, and and yep. it's all over for the chickens. So yep. there's a very good chance uh, if you kiss the chicken, you could get clucked. See what I did there? Hey, hey, hey! Sorry about that. That is uh, one of those things out. we have. Tide pod warnings. We now have kissing chicken warnings. I mean, we all kiss our dog from time to time, probably. You know, I'll, I will do it on the top of the dog's yeah. head where the hair is the shortest, so I have the least likelihood of getting a hair in my mouth, right? Yeah. All right, that makes Which sense. Which is sure. nasty. But, yeah. uh, you know, I'm not near any of the, you know, yeah. I'm not near the mouth on stuff like that. But with a chicken, I wouldn't be able to figure out where's a safe spot to kiss. I don't I re- think there is. I remember seeing snuggling chickens at uh, at the mason jar <laughs> back in the day. They were so good. Very, very good, very good band. Yeah, very yes. good. Yeah. So, listen, take that with you today as you move forward through your day. Wait, you know something? What? You didn't know before. Yeah. Although you probably did know yeah, before. You, you probably, that's the thing. I'd never seen a chicken. I thought to myself, well, I really want to plant a, plant a big wet one on that one. <laughs> right. It's Monday morning. Time to get into Mark and Paul's story time. I think Charlene is waiting for us. Good morning, Charlene. How are you this morning? I'm great. How are you guys? We are well, and thank you for your feigned concern. It's your job to decide which story is more fitting for the audience. Is it my story where I answer the question, or at least try to answer the question, as to whether or not I'm a jerk specifically for this one incident? Or the case of the missing bratwurst? Which one? Missing bratwurst. All yeah. right, I, I guess I'm a jerk. This d- <laughs> <laughs> and this does sound like an episode of Murder She Wrote. But uh, Charlene, do you grill anytime in the backyard? Do you grill at all? We do. Yes. All right. Yes, so enjoy it. We have one of those Traeger wood pellet stoves in the back. You know, it's a yeah. you know it rolls on wheels and everything. And I got to admit, I have I have not the patience nor the skill to barbecue. My wife is great at it. She's a great cook. So we had some friends over on Saturday. Another couple came over. We're sitting out in the backyard taking advantage of one of the really last nice nights we're going to have. And my wife was grilling up some salmon. And as she did this, we were just kind of sitting nearby having a couple of drinks. And she starts laughing. She goes, oh, my God. Mark, guess what I found? And I said, what? And she grabs the tongs and holds it up in the air. And it is a bratwurst 
that got sort of buried in the back corner under a shadow because there's a little shelf in there also. And so the bratwurst, we had bratwurst probably about a month ago. And there were some discrepancies over how many there were. My wife didn't believe that I ate only two. She kept saying, you must have eaten three because there's... There's far there's less than I thought we had. So we had the bratwurst a month ago. We've probably used the grill twice since then and again on Saturday night. So this bratwurst that got pulled out has been through four sessions of cooking. Would you like the bratwurst, Charlene? It's well done. Thank you. I think we now know why you had a duck problem <laughs> in the pool. That's why the ducks, that's why the ducks showed the up. Ducks kept showing up. They're like, "You guys smell brats? Somebody's so, cooking brats." So, Charlene, would you would you do us a favor? Whenever you get to where you're going to work, would you go on the Mark and Neanderthal Facebook page and take a look at the picture of the brat? We're going to post it in just a couple of minutes. Yes. And tell us if it looks like something else to you, okay? And secondly, are you are you in the medical field by any chance, Charlene? I, I, am, I am not. Right. Would you suggest that the owner of the broad see a doctor for potential Peroni's disease? <laughs> well, yes, what, yes. once you see the broad, you may suggest that. Yes, absolutely. So that will be posted at the Mark and Neanderthal Facebook page. And Charlene, just next time you are grilling, scour the entire surface for any remaining food items that you have accidentally left on. <laughs> that is disgusting. <laughs> and we right, did have go. a we did have a couple of days later we had some leftovers and my wife was like, "How many bratwurst did you eat today?" And I said I had I had two earlier. And she's like, "Well, there's only one left." And you know, the, the numbers didn't add up and now we found out why cuz one of them got buried in the corner. You do realize this entire story was a chance for you to tell your wife you're right. Yeah, no, That's, no, no. This, this is another opportunity no. for you to do that. She, she is, you know what? She does a phenomenal job with that. And the brats were spectacular. The one we pulled off this past Saturday night, though. Not so much. Not anything that was terribly appetizing. No. All right. So. Well, there you go. There's your story time. So today is May 24th of 2021. All right. Today is birthday number 80. For Bob Dylan, maybe, 80. 80. maybe the greatest lyricist in the history of music. Oh, I, I mean, I, I mean, it, it would be him and, and Lennon and McCartney. But even Lennon and McCartney, I think, would get, would say like, "No way, it's Dylan all the way." Yeah, I mean, Dylan the guy was a, can. He's the guy that can he can spin a yarn, if you oh will. Oh my God, it's unbelievable! Phenomenally it really is. But and, and by the way, I wouldn't say I'm a huge Bob Dylan fan, but the undeniable other are undeniable. Yeah. You gotta, I mean, you got to acknowledge greatness when you can. Listen, I, re- I I'm a big Bob Dylan fan. I, I realize his voice is not for everybody. Nope. Some people don't like the style of music. Whichever nope. one he's into at the moment, he can be completely unpredictable in concert because sometimes he doesn't feel like playing the songs the way he recorded them. No, nope. doing completely different. No, nope. and but I will tell you one of my favorite all time songs is something called Neighborhood Bully that he does, which is a phenomenal song. There's so many great songs. Outstanding great songs. Yeah, Yeah. but I mean, uh, you know, I love uh, Tangled Up in Blue. That was a great one. Tangled Up in Blue is a great song. That's that's one of his most famous songs, right? It is, kind of. You know, it's from Blood on the Tracks, you know. It was a big record. I can't believe he's 80, though. It's amazing. It really is, you know. Early one morning, I got out of bed. I walked across the bathroom floor. Then I suddenly realized I'd forgotten what I came in for. Yeah. He's 80 now. Come on. <laughs> he is a little bit older now, so. All right, going to hit me with this? 
Now that I'm old, I have to face an incontrovertible truth. Despite my smile, I now admit I've only got one natural tooth. <laughs> I mean, yo, he's yeah, 80. Wait. I mean, think about this <laughs> for a second. Even if you don't like Bob Dylan, right? his first album came out in 1962. His most recent ca- album came out in 2020, almost 60 years of releasing albums. And if he if he puts something out in 2022, that'll be 60 years of releasing albums. Now, it's still not as good Is as my his, math correct? I, it's somewhere around there, yeah. Or I mean, maybe maybe 50 years. But the interesting thing about that is uh not much of it is as good as Blood on the Bricks. No, it's it's 60 years. 60 years. Blood on the Tracks. Blood on the Tracks. Yeah. I would, Blood, on the, Blood on the Bricks is an Aldo Nova record. I, have, <laughs> okay. I would never put those two together. My mistake. No, if you're talking about Dylan masterpieces, I would say Blood on the Tracks. I would say Infidels is another one. Um, Highway 61. Highway 61 Revisited. Yeah, I mean, one, yeah. But I can't believe he's 80 years old. It's unbelievable he's getting so old. Mm-hmm. I thought to myself, getting old sure is one hell of a drag. Then I took an iron supplement and emptied my colostomy bag. Now that seems a little inappropriate <laughs> right there. All right. <clears throat> See if I can wrap it. I'm at the age that all my friends are either senile or gone. I feel alone, but I have to say, I want you to get off of my lawn. <laughs> so, happy 80th birthday to Bob Dylan. We'll try and call him later. Yes, we got his number. And, and wish him a happy birthday. Yeah. And, and coming up here on the Mark and Anna Paul Show, why we're mad all over again at Demi Lovato. It's something that, that we, we experienced this weekend. Mm-hmm. It's a true story. Yep. Really interesting. And it also talks about something we got coming up in June that you can help us with. Hope you had a great weekend. Uh, Suns with a huge win. Phil, Phil Mickelson shocking everybody at age 50 winning the PGA Championship. Oldest guy ever to win a major in golf. That's pretty cool. And that seems very young. I, yeah, I mean, 50. I, I've always thought of golf as an old guy sport. Like, I, I, it wasn't until guys like uh, uh, Tiger Woods and Rory McIlroy. Is it McIlroy? Rory McIlroy. McIlroy, yeah. yeah. Th- those guys, I mean, you know, those were the young guys. When I grew up, I thought Arnold Palmer and Jack Nicholas were already old. Like, I already thought those guys were, like, in their 50s or 60s when they were winning tournaments. Right, right, exactly. You know what I mean? I, again, I'm not a big golf guy, so that's my perception is that it's yeah. sort of an old guy sport. A retirement sport is what it is. Now, um, we, this weekend, had an interesting thing happen. Uh, Paul and I left here from the station, what, about 8.30 on, on Saturday morning? Yeah, Saturday morning, We yeah. met up here, and yeah. then we went over to Soldier's Best Friend over on the west side. And we will again be doing Soldier's Best Friend as our partner with Operation Pets and Vets. We can't use the old name of it. Yeah, because so it uh, there was somebody else's yeah. owns the name. They squatted on the name, which was nice of them to do. So we we are going to call it Operation Pets and Vets. Same deal, though. We yeah. are going to be raising money during the month of June or a specific week during June to get service dogs for combat veterans. Yeah, here's the deal. Um, Soldier's Best Friend is a, it's a local organization. It's on the west side. Uh, it's at like 75th and Thunderbird or so. Um, just Was it just north yep. of Thunderbird? Just north of Thunderbird. Um, and what they do is they pair combat vets with PTSD and traumatic brain injuries with service dogs. Yeah. Sometimes they're more service than, than comfort. Uh, sometimes they're emotional support. Whatever it is, obviously these are deserving veterans and they, they need to have this done. So these dogs make a huge difference. So we've been doing this for a few years, and we had a chance to go out and say hello to five new teams. Well, four new teams and one team that we'd met. We checked and got an update yeah. with a guy named Terry, and and it was 
uh, humbling, I think, is uh, emotional and humbling, I think, are, are two words that I would use. We we got some incredible quotes from these guys and, and woman. There was a woman also, yeah, four, female, four, female four guys, Ashley. one woman. Yeah. And uh, we got some incredible stuff they told us. It, it was was dramatic. It was legitimate. It was heartfelt. It was emotional. And, and here's the humbling part about it. You know, we, we've been we've been joking about the word triggered. All right. And, and, you know, like, look for we, Demi Lovato. Let's talk about Demi Lovato we, we did as a, a whole, great example yeah, of this. We did a whole segment on the overuse of that word. It triggered me. Oh, that's a triggering event. That kind of stuff. When these guys say it, though, yeah. it means something. It's legitimate. Yeah. You can't possibly understand what it's like to know what triggered means until you've been looking into the eyes of a combat veteran and they tell you what a triggering experience is and you can see it happen in front of you. It's stuff like, uh, you know, these guys talk about having to be careful what they watch on television. Yeah. You know, we're, you know, the subject matter, if it's a very tense thing that can, that can be triggering for them. That's what the dog helps them with, obviously. So when, when Demi Lovato talks about going into a frozen yogurt shop and being upset because it's all dietary choices and says that's a triggering event, legitimacy was already out the window, but now it's even further down because yeah. these guys are talking about things that are really triggering events, triggering real trauma, yeah. as opposed to being bummed out because... You can't get your, your you frozen get, yogurt the way you want it. Exactly. It's, That's, it's, that, you know, the so struggle I, is real in a legitimate way yeah. with, with our combat veterans, um, and, and we don't do enough for them as a nation. So Soldier's Best Friend does, and we are humbled to be part of the, this again. Yes, and I'm mad at Demi Lovato <clears throat> all again. over again. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. easy. So it's, I'm it's really just so, mad at, I'm so re- selfish. I'm really mad at them, Demi Lovato. <laughs> I'll yeah. use her proper pronoun yeah. that she wants. No, no, that, come they, on. that they want. That they, that, that they, they want, want yes. yeah. I'm mad at all but, of them. But come on. I, 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 you know, when these guys were talking about being triggered, yep. I'm like, this is real. Some of the, the things, other stuff, the other stuff is whiny and fake. Yeah, some of the things that we take for granted. Imagine walking down an aisle at a supermarket uh, and somebody comes up behind you. All right, for you and me, that's just oh, somebody's behind me. Right. For them, it's a very, it's a, an emotionally traumatic experience. It can be. Yeah, yeah, because of so, hypervigilance. So. Uh, there are people who behave in such a manner that they are deemed the Mark and Neanderthal dumbass of the day. And this is one such person. Yes. In Santa Rosa, California, this past Thursday, we had an example of a, a grandmother pitching in to help. It's about 4 o'clock in the afternoon of Thursday of last week. And a grandmother drove her SUV over to her grown daughter's house and picked up her grandchild. All right, then. Oh, sounds normal so far. Grandma was going to help out. Sure. Do a little babysitting. Always nice to have grandma around a pitch in. Mm-hmm. So grandma and her grandchild, who is a toddler, got into the car and off they went. Soon after that, Santa Rosa police started getting flooded with phone calls about the way a certain SUV was being driven. Oh, no. And this was this was grandma's vehicle here. People were calling in saying she was all over the road, driving too slow, driving too fast, weaving in and out of traffic, all kinds of stuff. So cops got on the scene and they, they pulled the SUV over and when approaching the vehicle were very disappointed to see that the grandchild was not in a car seat. Oh boy. In fact, the child was not even restrained at all, not even by a seat belt. Instead, the toddler was sitting on grandma's lap 
in the driver's seat. Yeah, my dad used to do that. You know, put you on the lap in the driver's seat, let you drive the car. You know, theoretically. As a toddler, though? No. See, if you were a toddler, you no. wouldn't remember. No, right? no, no. Very was, unsafe. I, now, it seems like it's unsafe. I mean, yeah. when I was a kid, I was driving the car, man. I was I was driving. Oh, yeah, of course He you was were. just working the pedals. He just happened to have his hands on the wheel yeah, just well, as a just, guy. Just, just, as a, you know, just to make sure I, yeah. you know, to, as a safety precaution. No, so but this, I was doing all the driving. Yeah. So this toddler was in the driver's seat with Grandma. Of course, you know, toddler couldn't be in the passenger seat. That's where Grandma's vodka bottle was. Oh, yeah. right. I bet the vodka bottle was safety belted in, too, wasn't it? <laughs> oh, well, you, you, don't don't, hurt, you don't want to lose the vodka bottle. You don't want that to fall on the floor. No. Then you'd have to reach over to it there and at a red light. That'd be right. dangerous. Although there probably wasn't a whole lot left in it. Grandma's blood alcohol was found to be almost four times the legal limit. How was she conscious, you might ask yourself? Right. Yeah. So, well, kid was probably crying. That's what kept yeah, her yeah, conscious, the noise, right? yes. That'll, you know, a screaming baby will yeah. keep everybody awake. Wow. Right, Flyers? Grandma, worst grandmother ever. Now, what was the blood alcohol content of the toddler? <laughs> probably just from grandma's breath. So it probably th- did register. So do you think that if she got pulled over, she'd be like, I'm not driving, she's driving this. <laughs> grandma is the Mark and Neanderthal dumbass of the day. I think that's a beautiful story you just told. Okay, and that was sponsored by Roadrunner Harley-Davidson at 159th Avenue and McDowell in Goodyear. Well, we want to wish a uh, an 80, a happy 80th birthday to Robert Zimmerman, also known as Bob Dylan. From uh, Hibbing, Minnesota. Yeah, he's probably the biggest star out of Hibbing, Minnesota. Um, and safe, very safe bet. Yeah, I would think so. <laughs> um, and as hard as this is to believe, we actually have his phone number. Yeah, it's, can you believe that? I can't believe we it. We have Bob Dylan's phone number? So hang on, he yeah, doesn't no. give it out to a lot of people. No, no. It was, and it's by the way, it's also tough to hear when he when he gives it to you. You got to write it down. You got to make sure he's very clear about it. Yes. What you know? Because it's 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 mixed into a nine minute song. Yeah, hang on, it's ringing. <laughs> Answering machine. Mm-hmm. Of course. Yep. Sense. And not a good idea to tell people you're not home, though, by the way. Right, especially when you've got a nice place like his. I'm yeah. sure you know, I'm sure he's got uh, a very nice place. Good morning, uh, Bob. It's Mark and Neanderthal from uh, KSLX in Phoenix. We just wanted to wish you a happy 80th birthday and uh, many, many more. Yeah, love Highway 61 Revisited. Love Blood on the Track. Love Infidels. Love Neighborhood Bully. So many great albums, All Bob. right, so, so happy birthday, and uh, we wish you all the best. You know what? Here is uh, Tom Petty's guitar player, Mike Campbell. This is his favorite Bob Dylan song of all time. So the the guy that you saw fall on Saturday, did he roll at all? Did he, or did he just stay stationary? Just you were bring that up, did you? <laughs> I know you were going to possibly tell it earlier, and then we 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 went with a different story. But uh, yeah, so because I saw the guy after that from a great great distance. Yeah, Paul, Paul and I spent some time together on Saturday going over to Soldier's Best Friend, but. 
You, I, I was here because I had to do something really quick, and then you came and picked me up here. Yeah. And as we left, you started explaining what had happened. Well, it's notable because it's, remember, it's 8.18 on a Saturday morning, and I come off the 202, uh, and I'm at the red light at Van Buren and, and 52nd Street. Right near the Circle K that right. time forgot. Yeah, right. Literally on the other side of, of 52 And the 202, yeah. yeah. So uh, as I'm... As I'm at the light, I notice there's this guy in uh, dirty jeans and a gray T-shirt, um, and he is uh, he is having a hard time negotiating the curb. I don't know if he I don't know if his intention was to cross the street, but he didn't Oof. make it. He did make it into the gutter, <laughs> face first. Uh. I mean. No hands to break the fall. Ugh. Straight down, God. face first. I thought, I, I mean, it was unbelievable the way his face hit the ground. I thought broken nose, broken teeth, something yeah. like that. Something had to happen. And then, much to my surprise, he was still conscious. And he rolled over like a turtle. You know, that, oh, like like he just... his back? Yeah, onto his back. And then started rocking back and forth like a rocking horse so he could get the, the inertia, the momentum yeah. to get himself back to his feet where he took um, what could only be described as a Swan Lake style step, you know, a very pronounced step with his arms to his side to balance himself. Like imagine, imagine uh, your Olga Corbett on the balance beam. <laughs> With your arms off to the side, you know what I mean. Trying to maintain—that's that's what he tried to do as he as it took him three steps to go from the gutter up onto the curb. Wow! And then and and I and by that point the light had turned green, but I'm going past him at a slow rate of speed because I want to see what happens. <laughs> I want to see if gravity is going to take revenge on him. Um, and as it turns out, I didn't stop because. I didn't. Well, I had some place to be, um, but behind me. Yeah, I mean, we did have to get somewhere. We did have some place to go. And, so, and, and and look, if I had stopped to help this guy, there was going to be an ambulance call. I mean, it was going to be paperwork, yeah. all kinds of stuff. Can you describe what you saw? I at that point was, and there was a good chance vomit would have been involved uh-huh. at some point too. What? So, so as I'm driving past him, I notice the truck behind me slows down, and he pulls over to the curb. So I'm like, all right, well, this guy's taken care of. It's all good. But that guy basically hugged the curb for a second to see what was going on as the uh, uh, the very inebriated, intoxicated individual finally regained upright position. Right. He too pulled away from the curb. He's like, "All right, guys, got it. He's okay." Okay. And now I stopped here. You and I met. Uh, we took care of some business, and then jumped back in my truck. He had only made it maybe twelve, fifteen yards from yeah, the time he was from the where he fell. Bit, and uh, this, the the his walk was reminiscent of uh, perhaps you've watched on AMC on Sunday nights, Fear the Walking Dead. Yeah, it was, uh, it it was, was somewhat. And I, I I don't mean to make fun of the guy, but that's what his his walk was like. It was like, at whoa, eight eighteen in the trouble. morning. His blood alcohol was nuclear. Uh, yeah, it was it was stunning. Yeah, how it, how inebriated that guy was. Remember, I told you a couple months ago that my my sister had taken my mom to the DMV to get her license redone into just an ID. Yeah, and a guy fell face first in a couple of things in front of them. Yep, same thing. I think they they had the wrong paperwork, so they had to go back again. Recently, last week, the same guy was three people ahead of them. Same guy who did he fall again? No, he had his walker with him this time. Oh boy, he didn't have a walker the time before, but it was the same deal. Straight face plant. It was unbelievable. Yeah, I, I, I mean, it, I, I have to assume that because the guy was feeling no pain, he was feeling no pain, which like, was a good thing. Yeah, I think, I think the alcohol numbed his pain receptors at that point. 
Bob Dylan is 80 years old today. 80. And still playing, by the way. 80. He, Bob Dylan, he, well, let's face it, he's getting up there. He's really getting up there. I would think so, yeah. I've sold a lot of record albums. I'm set financially. But one thing's really driving me nuts. It takes me 10 minutes to pee. I'm 80 now. I don't know how. I managed to live this long. The constant thing about when I sing, I mumble through all my songs. <laughs> yeah, but you know, think about it. I mean, he may mumble a little bit. Some people, a little, a little bit. Some people hate his voice. I've always enjoyed it. But think about how many people have covered Bob Dylan songs. Uh, I mean, yes. Just off the top of your head, what comes to your mind? Uh, well, Guns and Roses, obviously. That they're knocking. Every, everybody does knocking on heaven's door. Yep. There was a band called Heaven out of Australia that did it. Obviously, Guns and Roses. Everybody does Eric that. Eric Clapton song. did it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Eric Clapton's <laughs> covered him. Garth Brooks has covered. Bob yeah. Dylan. I mean, Bob uh, Dylan gets covered a lot. I mean, all along the Watchtower gets covered all the time. I mean, yep. yeah. The birds, the turtles, yeah. uh, the animals. I mean, so I think, many bands have covered them. And I do believe that, uh, uh, oh, Rage Against the Machine did Maggie's Farm. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, the, the, the list of artists is far ranging that have covered Bob Dylan, who is 80 today. He's really getting up there. Yeah, you know? Is he oh. getting old now? Oh. Yes, he is getting old. Yeah, yeah very old. I saw in the mirror something bad. I said, what the hell is this? I was hunched over just a little bit more from osteoporosis. I'm really old and not quite there. That doesn't seem to matter at all. I'm feeling good. Have all my hair. I'll be okay long as I don't fall. <laughs> I mean, I, you know. It's, uh, we, we kid because, you We know. kid. Be, be, okay, again, I'll recommend to you Infidels, Blood on the Tracks, or Highway 61 Revisited if you want to start getting into Bob Dylan. I start think those, getting into Those it. are good gateways to Bob Dylan. Yeah, or Biograph if you want to just buy the box set. The box set is pretty good. Five record albums yeah. in that one. Yeah. It's a lot of work to do. Yeah. yeah. But, you know. One hundred point seven KSLX. It's Mark and Neander Paul. Uh, Karen D'Alessandro has sticks tickets to give later on t- to give away later on today with Rock Tales at three o'clock. She'll explain that to you. But you know, she was in here a few weeks back, and we did a we, we, what do we call it? The throwback, throwback, a, throwdown, yeah, throwback, throwdown, and so. We did that, and Scott Taylor, who is here in the studio with us, is one of our digital sales guys. And he talks a lot of smack about being good at stuff like this. He said, you know, that sounds like fun. I could do that. I'm good at that stuff, the trivia and the pop culture and stuff. So, Scott, you got your chance here. I was going to say hallway balls. Now we're calling you out. We're calling you out on it. Trivia and foosball, that's about all I got for you. <laughs> all right. So, here how's, and here's, selling. here's how this is going to work. I'm going uh, to play you a piece of audio. And the first one to buzz in and correctly identify it will get a point. First one to three points will win the game. So it's three out of five, best three out of five. Now, if you buzz in, you have four seconds to answer it. If you don't get it correct, I will sound the buzzer and give your opponent the opportunity to steal. Make sense? Okay, so we got to turn off our mics. and Turn off your microphones. Ready, we buzz in. Okay. When you're ready to buzz in, buzz in, all right? Are you ready? Here is clip number one. We just washed the hair. You know, I work on my hair a long time. Scott, what do you got? Uh, Saturday Night Fever. That is correct. Uh, Yeah. Remember to say your name, Scott. I'm not a pro like you guys. (laughs) I did see his first. Okay. All right. So that's number one. Scott leads one to nothing. You ready for uh, for number two? You ready to go number two? All right. Turn your microphones off. And... 
Pac-Man. It is Pac-Man. Woo! All right, one more tie. I didn't even play that stuff. We got uh, number three here. Are you ready? Turn your microphones off. And Scott. Scott. All right, Scott got it. What is counters? Third kind. There you go. Yeah, I was right behind you on that. Yeah, you guys were pretty close, but Scott beat you to it. Damn it! All right, Uh, that's extra worldly. So this is this is two to one. It could be over right here. That's bull unless, crap. Unless Mark, All right. unless Mark uh, executes a phenomenal comeback. Here we go. Here we go. Microphone's off. Number, f- is this number three? Number four. Scott. Scott. Oh, boy. Go ahead, Scott. What is it? <laughs> Want to be starting something. Exactly. Oh, boy. Oh, oh, boy. Mark just got what the just hell? obliterated. What the hell? Yeah. Who is this guy? Who brought him up here? I've never even met him before. <laughs> it's your idea. <laughs> that was impressive, Scott. Good you wanna, job. You want to try to redeem yourself, Mark? All right, give me. You, you got. Yeah, that's would, right. We got one extra because you, you already beat me three to one. Would you have got this, Mark? It's 106 miles to Chicago. Oh, what is it? Blues Brothers? Yeah, Dad. Blues Brothers. There you go. So you have. Yeah. yeah. Well, Missing from Dad. But you, you just got hammered. <laughs> I didn't get hammered. You got hammered. He, three to one. I he, think he, he's in sales. You know he cheated. <laughs> <laughs> What's it going to take to get you into this radio station? <laughs> I'll have to talk to my manager. No, that was great, Scott. Good job. Well All done. It's right. awesome. Obliterated. He's, right. He is what he says he is. Yeah, he's a trivia yes. master. Yep. Oh, boy. He's like the Bears. All right. He is what we thought he was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you want to crown him? Eddie Green. Crown him. <laughs> Good morning. Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work with the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX.